Oh, hello. Uh, I'd like to learn Brazilian, please. Oh, hello. Uh, why? Uh, to listen to some uh, Brazilian podcasts. Oh, sure, but why? Oh, because I think they'd be fantastico. Uh, porque? Uh, porque o language é diferente. magnífico. Acho que a gente está com um problema de linguagem aqui. What? Tá legal, a gente pode te ensinar a falar português sem problema em 200 lições bem simples. Ou só come isso. Why are you trying to speak French now? I'm panicking. See, I love your voice on podcasts oh. and I'm fangirling all over the place. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, 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 I see. Okay, look, just take this. It's a magic Brazilian babble bean. Oh, la. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm not a fan of lentils. Okay, so 200 lessons it is. No, no, uh, no. Okay, uh, just ping me the babel bean. Rude. No, no, I mean, I mean I'll eat it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, great. So that's just 444 reais. Uh, has it worked? Uh, Funcionou? Oh. Well, I, I understand you. Brilliant! Demais! But, uh, but I, I feel a bit sick. Ah, that's just the Brazzabots. That's tiny nanobots from the magic bin. They are turning you Brazilian. Oh, look at you shake. <laughs> and your dress sense has already improved. <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> Sarah, the listener, won't know what you mean by this. It's audio, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, it, it is. And they can use their imaginations, huh? Yep. I mean, these look great. <laughs> a podcast from all around the world. Todo mundo devia ouvir IndieF como é possível falar em português. Everyone should listen to IndieF. Can you say that in Brazilian Portuguese? I mean, you just did. Kind of. Hello, you audio-loving folk, and welcome to another glorious episode of Indie AF with me, Sarah Golding. Hello. I think this next guest, oh my, I'm so excited, needs a drum roll of awesome, so come on, pat those thighs and build for this man that voiced gorgeous characters in oh, The White Vault, Spine, Secret of St. Kilda, for starters, who produces and creates a contador de historias, audio drama podcast in Portuguese, Brazilian, alongside many other podcasts, and leads dubbing and ADR quality assurance in Brazilius, it's the uber-talented, very exciting creative Danilo Battistini. Hello! Hello! It's great to be here. <laughs> Thank you for having oh, me. <laughs> I am, um, you know, it's taken a few bits of uh, uh, logistics to finally get us together to chat, but I am but so we got excited. It. <laughs> we did, we're here, it's now. So yeah, so you work out of uh, Sao Paulo, is that correct, in, in Brazil? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm, the state is Sao Paulo, if you're geographically accurate, I am from Santo André. <laughs> okay, amazing. We should all go there on holiday, podcasters. Let's go see Danilo. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you've been creating for quite a, a while, right? So so tell us, please, what is happening for audio fiction in Brazil? Is there a big scene? Uh, what else could folks enjoy and get stuck into as well as searching out your work? So it's a growing scene, actually. I've been listening to audio dramas here in Brazil since it was almost... Nothing, it was almost exclusively... There is yeah. one biggest, the biggest podcast in Brazil, it's called Nerdcast, Nerdcast. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they produced a few audio dramas, like uh, from companies, they had like one from Halo, it was a partnership with Microsoft. They had like a few stuff like that, but it was only on, on that podcast. People didn't produce other audio drama, audio fiction podcasts at all. 
So when I started producing my own podcast, the scene was really almost nothing here. <laughs> there was only... You're a pioneer. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> on the, yeah. As an indie yeah. scene, uh, almost, I, I, believe, mm. I believe it so. We had uh, some storytelling podcasts like... It, it would be something closer to lore podcast, like only one narrator yeah. uh, telling a story about something that actually happened or didn't happen. Yeah. Ma majorly what, something that happened, mm -hmm. some historical thing, but there was an audio fiction. Brilliant. So mm -hmm. there was something growing when I started. I, I mean, uh, when I started producing, I got in touch with another with more podcast producers in Brazil, there was a growing scene on mainly on tabletop role-playing game podcasts, like actual play podcasts. Uh, and yeah. suddenly there, yeah. I don't know what happened actually, but there was a boom in Brazil in podcasting. And mm, there was a lot of audio fiction that started to just simply born out of nowhere. <laughs> they were starting <laughs> like a lot of like, when I listen to audio dramas for from USA, from Europe, uh, I mean, there yeah. was a lot of audio fictions. You have like BBC, you have like mm. Audible, you have major companies, but there there's also a lot of indie podcasts that are producing audio fiction. And this yes. has started here in Brazil, I mean, like maybe five years, four years ago, there mm. was some minor podcasts starting to do something on their own and today we have like an audio fiction scene here yeah. it's not as much as from usa or europe but we have like a lot of different shows different people producing different stuff like comedy true Good. crime uh some adaptations from role-playing games to mm -hmm. audio fiction so today we have a scene and I'm, I, I really enjoy this because like when I started producing my own stuff that I didn't have much to know, like, where is, where's Brazil in audio fiction? What sure. do we have here yeah, uh, yeah. as indie podcasts? But it's exploded. Yeah. Brilliant. And I'm sure you're, you're a part of that, right? Explosion in as much as I'm certain that people hunted out your work and thought, this is great. I want to do it. Right. So look at what you've helped create, right? An yeah. I, explosion I mean, of beautiful storytelling. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I had some luck. Like when I started producing my podcast, I, I mean, I've, I've participated in other people's podcasts. They like wanted to know how mm. did I create contador de histórias and stuff like that. And I mean, yes. one thing that really stood with me, like something uh, one other, one other podcaster told me, is like I'm I wasn't a podcaster when I started producing my own podcast. I mean, I have a graduation mm. in musical production. Right. I've always oh, worked yes. with uh, post production studios, music studios, voice mm. acting studios. So I really had the know how on how to produce something, on like how to do sound design, how to do foley, how to mix. Yeah. Uh, so when I started producing podcasts, I had this whole background behind me. Brilliant. So I could do something like that. I, and in my opinion, like it, it, it had quality already. It, it's it's not like someone who's discovering how to record audio. Like mm. when I started my podcast, I I was already uh, a professional in this audio scene. Yeah. So. And, but, but one thing that I didn't 
was like a professional. I was starting my podcast. I didn't know how to podcast. Like my first episode, I've uploaded a, a wave like it was 1.2 gigabytes, the, the, oh. my first episode. Then <laughs> wow. I, I, yeah. I didn't know. I, I, I yeah. thought, well, pod chasers will likely to automatically convert them to MP3 or something. I had no idea. You sure. have to. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I had audio knowledge, but I didn't know podcasting knowledge. I mm. I was starting to do audio dramas. I was starting my own writings and stuff. So, uh, so I was part of this community. I, I didn't come like from the top. Oh, no one can talk to me because I'm professional. I mean, like sure. I was talking to everybody. So I, mm. I feel like I helped uh, with <laughs> people who do- doesn't have this knowledge, didn't have this knowledge mm. to... I mean, oh, you can do your own sound design from home. You can do that. You, I mean, mm. you don't need professional equipment, a professional studio. You can start like with uh, not most expensive microphone in the world. Yeah. You can use freesound.org to look for soundscapes and sound effects yes. and, some, and stuff like that. I love freesound. <laughs> Thanks to everybody who puts their yeah. their sound effects on there. If you're one of those, take a bow. You're amazing. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> <I got some laughs> there. <laughs> there you go. I hope you took the bow. Um, but that's what's exciting, isn't it? And and how did you like build your podcast knowledge? Were there places that you went to 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 find mm-hmm. things, or was it your true trial and error as to what happened next? Oh, as for my podcast, there was always some trial and error. I'm, I mean. Since I've already worked with audio, with post-production, with sound design and stuff, I, I had an idea on like, uh, and I also I've listened to a lot of podcasts. So I listened yeah, to a lot of great. Uh, fr- stuff from like Neverwhere from BBC Radio 4, Stardust from BBC Glorious Radio 4. Mm. I had like good <laughs> audio dramas that I had in my mind. Okay, that's how a good audio drama sounds. Mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. need to do something that would sound like that. Brilliant. So yeah. I I had something like I want to get here. Yeah. So yeah. let's build this. <laughs> let's build this up. Yeah. Uh, I I've listened that. a lot to Audio Drum Production podcast. The, it, it really it really helped me. Yeah. Because it, it's show. it's like it's how I got in touch uh, at first with other podcast audio drum producers. Yeah. Like because like I said when I started producing I, I there wasn't another there wasn't other audio drum producers here in Brazil that I could get in touch, that I could speak on, oh, hey, let's, let's chat. Let's like understand how everyone do their own thing. So Mm -hmm. I I didn't have that much. I was doing what I was doing (laughs) basically like, okay, I think this is correct. So I'm doing this. (laughs) And some of this podcast in English, like I said, audio drum production podcast, Mm -hmm. some, other indie podcasts that I started listening back then, and I started yeah. to talking with people like uh, Rhea from Girl in Space podcast. Yes, yeah, the, there's like a, we, there we had for a while. Uh, I, I we had I I mean I was in a audio drama network that mm-hmm. it doesn't exist anymore today. It was Fate Crafters. Yes, yes, that's so, with Paul Sating, right? And the team. Yeah, then. so yeah, he yeah. was one of the first people that I actually talked when I was starting producing my own stuff, when I was starting oh. to listening to other stuff. And yeah. it really helped me to get to know how was the scene out outside there. So like mm-hmm. you you guys started from somewhere, so let me let me try to figure it out. How did you start it? What is happening out there so it can happen here also. 
Yeah, no, I love that. And that's it. There were some key figures, weren't they, like Paul? And I was very sad that Paul fell out of love with audio fiction, I have to say. I think now he's writing, like, mm-hmm. it seems a book every two and a half weeks. So he's yeah. putting his creative energy <laughs> into book writing, which uh, you should check him out. But yeah. he did do some wonderful productions. And yes, he was very keen to help nurture the audio fiction kind of uh, uh, community at, at that time. And, and I, I think I did interview him about creating Fake Crafters, actually, on the audio drama a production podcast mm-hmm. um, previous to me being on there with Fiona Thrale Matthew um, McLean and Robert Cubmore started mm-hmm. it if you haven't heard of it oh my please go and check it out there are some amazing <laughs> brilliantly useful episodes that still are relevant today yeah. I really do feel so yeah check it out I'll put links on the on the show notes but that sounds a really exciting kind of origin story and I, I think as well you know you coming from music mm-hmm. for me some of the best sound designers are those who are musicians too, right? It must be something about, I don't know, your sense of timing and then rhythm and putting things melodically together. I'm not sure, but some of the people I adore work-wise, you know, mm-hmm. they, they are the best of that. I mean, how would you say that your your musical background has really helped you come into your full with this podcasting uh, luck? Mm-hmm. What, uh, what elements of it do you think are most useful? Yeah, I, be- I believe like... Uh... Everything you said, like in rhythm, as in harmonies, and like you have some music knowledge, you have like an already ear trained, like your ear was yeah. already, you had like at least, you know what to listen to, you know what when you're, when something doesn't sound right, sure. you have an idea on why isn't it sounding right, and like from uh, not only as a music, but as a musical production background that I have, like I already had some. I studied in college, like, oh, oh, how to use EQs, compressors, how to mix, how to use reverbs, right. how the compressors work, and right. stuff like that. And that really helped me. Like, yeah. I didn't use a, a lot of that only for sound when I started working with audio. Like I said, I started working at a at a music studio, mm-hmm. so I it was mainly for vocals, drums, instruments, and stuff. Like, but you practice, like. What, yeah. Not only to listen, but but what are you listening? What are you hearing? And it's some frequencies odd. Like okay, so maybe I should tune this down. Maybe I should try something to blend in all together. And right, I right. I think that's what really helped me. It's like really to know that the audio is like uh, an audio drama is like a junction of, is a mix of everything. Like there's voice, there's sound design, there's music, there's a lot of stuff going on there. And mm-hmm. for music, you can think of that like every instrument, every person in the band, uh, it's like an individual voice. So there's like different instruments. They all have yeah. to blend in to get together. They all have to work together. It's it's like supposed to work in harmony. They're not competing uh, one against each other. So uh, yeah. I believe that's what, that's what really helped me. I, uh, <laughs> I believe so when I, I started to get the music thing into audio drama. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. And so, so what instrument would you be as a voice actor in that mix, would you say? I reckon I'd be a flute, flute or a piccolo-y, or maybe a clarinet, maybe a bit deeper. No, I'm a bit older. <laughs> I, I've started on, uh, when I started studying music, I started with uh, guitar, but uh, yeah. I've, I say every, every person that knows me, like, from my background in music, knows that I was downsizing my problems on, like, Oh, guitar, you have like, uh, you need an amp, uh, an amp, you have pedals, you have a lot of things that you, uh-huh. oh no, I don't want that. So I've started going to bass. 
you get a bass, you get an amp, the the amp is too big, it's like, okay, so today I play a lot of flutes, I have like a low whistle, I have a shakuhachi, I have a a dizzy, it's like a Chinese flute, I I have a lot of flutes today because it's simpler, like, I just need the, the instrument. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love that. Anyone who needs a soundtrack with any of those instruments, you know where to go now, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that sounds amazing and brilliant. And I and I think I'm so excited to hear that you know it is a thriving community. And I don't know, we we haven't yet connected, and I wonder whether that's a language thing, right? Because a lot of the <laughs> podcasts are probably in your native language, right? There aren't any English ones, are there? Or German or Chinese, or I don't know, other <laughs> other languages are there, or or, or are there? I don't yeah. know. Is it is it all in in Brazilian Portuguese? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I pro- I have some in English that I produce it because, like, I ha- I made a lot of friends on the audio community, on the audio audio fiction community, Hooray. and and I f- I always yeah. felt like this barrier, this barrier, like I produce things I I have sent to them. Hey, I I listen to this, and they like. I don't understand. I don't understand a word, but it sounds amazing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. yes. I, I, I can't like teach everyone Portuguese, but so I, I was like, oh, dang it! From time to time, I've, I try to produce something in English, even if it's just me. Like I'm, uh, I'm doing all the voices. So I, like, I just want to share like uh, some of my creativity in a language that. Yeah, yeah, my friends from outside Brazil can understand what I'm producing. Sure, yeah, it's really fascinating. But I also think like, mm. but but I also think like it's important to also focus on the native podcast, like in in Absolutely. Brazilian Portuguese, because like mm-hmm. to build a scene here, like uh, it's I really think like we have we in every language must have like some good examples you have like to focus on your native language on to produce things so i try to do something in english like just for fun i've never tried to really oh i'm trying to produce a podcast in english so i can make some money with it so i can be famous Mm. with i mean i mainly produce stuff in english so i can for these people that I know that speak in English, that are my friends, that like know at least what I that I do audio fiction, can see, hey, here's what I can do, and this you understand in this yeah. language. Yeah, I mean, I must say I have had a listen to a couple of episodes that have been on your website, and and I I don't understand a word of it like in the language, <laughs> but the mm-hmm. richness of your sound design and the you know the the emotions obviously of the characters and what's conveyed, you know, you can get a mm-hmm. sense. I mean, I did the same with you know Chenta podcasts have done in the past uh, a mix of um, one uh, part half of the podcast is in English and then it's the same mm-hmm. thing in Italian or the Italian first and then the English I can't remember mm-hmm. but yeah I really loved that because that <laughs> gave me a chance to I could listen and understand what was going on either first or after you know sometimes I'd listen to the other language first and then try and soak mm-hmm. it in and guess because I have a, a vague kind of understanding of some European languages right but, yeah um, and then just listening to the English and the, oh that's what that <laughs> meant so I, I love that I love listening to things in language and I think you know you've been on the white vault too right which has yes. developed in in some other beautiful languages is coming in into that and I I think other people should should embrace uh, more different languages into their podcast
podcast because, as you say, they're probably a rich scene in all of those different uh, countries that you could draw into mm-hmm. to sharing this wonderful audio fiction world. But yes, so you're going to say something glorious. No, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, j- just two things actually that I mean, White Vault sure deserves its recognition. I mean, it's it's really awesome. The first time I've listened to it, and, and I was like. Wait, they're speaking Chinese and there's like, okay, so now she's speaking in English. What she just speak, spoke in Chinese. So, and yeah. they're like m- multi cast from many parts of the world. And like when, yeah. when Travis like uh, got in touch with me for, uh, to get to like to voice act a character in, in season three, I was like, holy yeah. crap, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> they are astounding, those two. Yeah. I love whatever they do. Fulan Scholar Productions, check them out. I'm sure you've heard of them if you yeah. listen to any audio fiction, <laughs> to be honest. And one other thing that, yeah, I, right. that yeah. I like to uh, comment about, like when you said, like, you don't understand the word, but you kind of understand what is happening. I tr- mm. I wanted to make something like there is one episode from my podcast, is a mini series that I've done. I, it ended last year. It's called Sombras de Gaui. In English, it would be Gaui's Shadow. It's a Call of Cthulhu adventure that I've played with uh, with my friends on uh, tabletop oh, RPG crazy. and that I've adapted to audio drama and yeah. one of the characters from the game he was Ukrainian oh, and wow. I will start to do I've started doing prologues for each characters to before mm-hmm. the main story and the this character story started with how he was born like he was born in Ukraine his mother died when she was giving birth to him. And mm. I've decided to, I'm going to record in Ukrainian this first part. Like, yeah. and, wow. and so like there's, it's audio, there's no subtitling, there's no nothing, uh-huh. but yeah. like yeah. you get like the beeping machines from hospital, like, doo, doo, doo. Mm. you get the nurse, like, see the doctor, see the doctor. You don't understand like what she's saying, <laughs> but you can get mm. from the emotion that like, okay, so it's something urgent, something's happening. And then you got a flat line like, you got a baby crying, you got a doctor saying something like in low voice. So you get like, okay, the mother died, like that. this happened. You may don't know the words, you may don't know the language, but uh, when you get all this stuff together, you get sound design, you get the voice, you get the the soundtrack. Mm. So, okay, you you got contest, you can build on your on your mind what's happening even if you don't know the language yeah i absolutely love that and i have to say as well we stand with you ukraine i cannot believe the world is as crazy as it is so yeah hello to any ukrainian listeners i hope you're you're doing well in spite of the crazy um but yeah no that that is immense and i think that's why i love audio so much right is it does have those kind of raised mm-hmm. barriers that you can suddenly think oh i'm immersed in this i i know what's happening <laughs> yeah. and i uh, yeah, Audio builds like this connection. You listen to something and you it it goes straight into your mind. Like it's not like visual when where you see what's happening. Like in audio, you you build that. So it's like a creative process. Like uh, you're part of that process. Yeah. It's it's not like it's it's giving you on the screen. Like the audio is giving you enough so you can build the rest. Like however you want. Yeah, I totally agree. And I mean, that sort of was my next question is, what do you think audio drama is? How do you define it? And I think you've, you've kind of <laughs> done that. Um, which is yeah. brilliant. You're reading ahead from my question. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, are there any shows that you've really enjoyed and or made yourself that you really think uh, use the form brilliantly that mm-hmm. people should definitely listen to? 
I think my my favorite, like uh, one of my favorites at least, and I got lucky that it was one of the first that I listened to is Addict Zero FIS. Oh, yeah. It's currently Jack on its Kincaid. sixth season. Yeah. I, I mean, it's awesome. It's... Uh, when I first listened to it, it, it like it had it all like the sound design, the soundscape, the voices, the the story, and every it connected to me deeply. I mean, it's yeah, the music. Ah, it's yeah. awesome. I, I love I love the yeah, zero FIS. I agree. Jack Kincaid is a genius uh, and immerses yeah, himself awesome. in his work. You should check what Jack does out. He's a filmic kind of mind, right? And when people yeah. say movie for your mind or cinema for your mind or theatre for your mind, Jack Kincaid is a definition of that with, <laughs> with things he creates. Yeah, honestly, it's such a much. beautiful movie <laughs> for your mind to enjoy, all immersive. Yeah, and uh, anyone else you'd pick out as being a... Groovy. There's one that I I really enjoy. I'm really sad like they they never released the 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 sequel. But like there is from it's from Coach Studios. It's called Ancestry Book One. Oh. It, they they made like it's two hours long. Yes, but yes. it's a fantasy uh, world. I, I mean, it's so rich. It had it has original music. Mm. It had great voice acting. It had uh, I'm not sure where the voice actors were from, but there were some Everywhere. different accents there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, I was in that oh, one. The, um, yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, they, oh. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I remember. <laughs> That's okay. You don't have to. But no, I enjoyed that very much. And Dane Dane Russell Leonardson is the genius behind that, who also did something called The Fall, which I was yeah, in with Kareem and Crom Flea and a few others. And oh, we had the best fun. And we were always <laughs> saying to to Dane, like, finish it, keep going with it. It sounds amazing. But now Dane's working with uh, a good few other people on some amazing shows. Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, oh gosh, what's he doing right now? I think he's working with Fool and Scholar, isn't it? Or, or, or... Yes, yes, he <laughs> is, you're right. It's Fool and Scholar and also been working with um, Austin Beach and the chums uh, on, and oh, Steve Schneider yeah. on, on Wordtastic and uh, some original music as well for all sorts of people. Mm-hmm. So Dane is astounding. I think like your good self, right? He's an all-rounder. Mm-hmm. He's got this beautiful musicianship at the heart of, of the things he does. But but yeah, I mean, for, that was his first ever thing was The Fall. And I think Anstrustry was second. And uh, he's in mm-hmm. sound design as well. He did sound design and music for Dark Send, which was from um, Broken Bard Productions, which I think sounded great. Yeah. It was like a neo-punk uh I don't know. It was just astoundingly exciting, and <laughs> what he was doing in that. So yeah, I love those examples, and they're quite immersive, aren't they? There's you are yeah. in the middle of that action, and uh, it's only through sound. I think it's beautiful. There's one other podcast, Auto Fiction, that was one of the first that I've listened to. It, it, it. At least this one's complete. Like it had a beginning and end, and I mm. really loved. It's like it's about time. Oh, that's Matthew and Robert having fun again. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? And I've seen that. I mean, that was done, what, seven years ago? And it's like number two in some countries. Still, people are still finding it and listening to it. What did you like about that one? What was it that drew you to It's About Time? The, uh, I felt like this, the the whole plot of it, like a time travel agency comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like... That, that sounded awesome. Like it didn't have like much sound design. It's it's quite as the an audio perspective. It was quite simple, but like the characters, uh, <laughs> they are funny. Yeah. The stories are funny, and the, the premise, like okay, so they work in 
a travel agency and there's like traveling through time. Okay, so there, there's yeah. something there. Some rich <laughs> ideas. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love the characters. The uh, the the theme song was also really yes. catchy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm frustrated that uh, that uh, Matthew McLean has had to do a, a paid job <laughs> and can't do more <laughs> audio fiction because I think yeah, everything like, Matthew has touched has turned to groovy gold. Oh, like, um, damn you, yeah. capitalism! <laughs> yeah, damn you, having to make money to live. Uh, <laughs> although, you know, I mean, saying that, well, well we, we're talking on that. I mean, how do you fund your projects? Is there um, like grant systems and arts councils kind of thing? Or has it gone through Patreon and crowdfunding kind of thing? For yeah, you? so uh, uh, I started, I had, I had no patron, no nothing. I've had like a, mm. it's, it's a patron like here in Brazil. It's called Padrim. It was the first when I had uh-huh. when I had some help from the community, and then I was like, "Okay, that's really cool." But uh, then I had I was changing jobs, so I was leaving the studio I was was currently working on, and because of that uh-huh. job changing, I would have to I, I would have to change my production, so I canceled that patron thing. So I, I started doing some mm-hmm. stuff more. Uh, more, more, some simple productions like that I could keep up from home, <laughs> and then because yeah. uh, just a quick note, like when I started doing my own podcast, I worked at a voice acting studio here in Brazil, cool. and I was a post production mixer there, yeah. and so I had a, l- a lot of luck that I was like, be a- I was able to record my shows with like professional voice actors here in, in Brazil. Yeah, awesome. so. That's a good lot of luck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I, I never wanted my podcast to be like my income. I didn't want to <laughs> leave on my on my podcast. So my podcast was always like f- free, like you know, I never yeah. had like paid stuff and uh, advertising or nothing. Like I because I, I didn't want this podcast to become another job. So I was like, no, I want to keep okay. money away from it. Uh, yeah. Mainly when I started Padrinho, was like to. Oh, so I can uh, I can pay for I can get music I can get uh, sound effects be- uh, better sound effects mm-hmm. for bigger productions like pay- uh, paying everyone at least like what they should be paying even though they were like doing as a, a sort of friendship stuff like the voice mm-hmm. actors were like no oh can I can you record it for me okay thank you <laughs> like yeah. since I wasn't making money with it I was like oh that that's okay like they, uh, I explained to everyone like this is a, is a personal project it's my podcast it's my stories I just want you to do that like can, can, do, do you want to record a voice for that <laughs> yeah so I had a lot of luck in that uh, yeah. and also I was starting like I said earlier like I didn't have the know-how on podcasting on auto fiction mm-hmm. nowadays like I really uh, I mean I still have the same thing in mind when I produce my own stuff. It's, I want to keep it away from, I'm not, I don't want it to be like a job or anything. I want to be something personal, mm-hmm. but I also person. get like, mm-hmm. I, I want to do some, uh, I have, I want to do some professional work. I want to do some professional w- with quality in mind. So nowadays I have like this, okay, I want to pay everyone what's their, uh, what's their share even though it's for a personal project, like I, I think the uh, nowadays my podcast is like I'm on that I'm I'm on that uh, I, I forgot the word in English. How to say patamar? Anyway, I'm I had a, 
a long way here and I think like I'm not I'm no longer a, a starting producer right. so I know sure. what things cost I know what thing what people are, are owed to right like yeah. uh, their time is also valuable as mine so they mm. should be paid as, mm -hmm. and right. like so when I started producing I used it like non-free music I, because I, I didn't know the, the yeah. range like how to do this like <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah. I was using and here in Brazil we had we have this culture like there's not it's a bit sad like actually from my perspective from an audio professional perspective okay. but podcasts here in Brazil they never really shown like oh we have to pay for music we have to pay for stuff like okay. even big bigger podcasts like they always use like video game music as a back sound backtrack so people here in brazil they tended to okay so if the if gr bigger podcasts are doing it so why can i do it um <laughs> it has like this we started wrong in this okay. <laughs> with, uh, from this side uh after my first year with the podcast, I've decided, okay, I don't want to use things that like video game music, movies music. I want to, like, if I'm going to use music, it's either free or I've paid for it or, and something like that. So mm -hmm. I've changed my mentality uh, producing my podcast. Right. And for other audio fiction podcasts, for other podcasts in general, like today there's more, there, there's more awareness on like, mm -hmm. you, you shouldn't be using music uh, from movies or video games or mm -hmm. stuff like you, it's you don't have the right to use it okay sure. yeah. you shouldn't use them yeah. nowadays there's more awareness on this i know a lot of audio dramas podcasts here in brazil now that they use free sound they mm -hmm. use free music like uh free music oh, i forgot it free, free music archive yes. <laughs> so yeah. there so there's more awareness today like if you want to, to even though like today you have Spotify, you have a lot of other players and they have like, oh, you're using this music, you do not have a right to, so we're taking down this app, so we're yeah. taking down this podcast. This is it. So that also helped bring this awareness, like you mm -hmm. want your show to be on the air, so either you use music you have license for or either you pay, and here we have Ekaji, mm -hmm. it's an institution that like you're, if you pay Ekaji, Supposedly they're paying the artist and that will that's uh that will give you the right to use the music on your show. Right. So you have to pay the uh the right for it for this organization this right. organization when you're using music from other bands or artists mm -hmm. and not like music from art list, epidemic sounds or stuff like that. Right. And and also, you know, there are a plethora of hugely talented musicians out there, right? And if you use yeah. sites like the Audio Drama Hub on Facebook to say, I'm looking for someone to compose this, this is my budget. Is anybody able mm -hmm. to do it for that? <laughs> uh, then, yeah, I think that could be the start of some beautiful relationships, right? Um, but yeah, yeah. that's like good to know other people, to get in yeah. touch and then maybe, you know, oh, I, I, I've loved working with you. Can, can we 
work another time together. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. See, it's all about the relationships, isn't it? So, <laughs> so yeah, so I'd love, love, love to hear some of your works, as I'm sure the listeners would too, right? So, so we jump in and have a listen to some gorgeous clips of your show. Um, shall we start with some mm-hmm. Dias Digitais Respostas? I'm so sorry if I'm saying it terribly wrong. <laughs> that, no yes, problem. So, the, <laughs> this, one, this one's a long title. <laughs> But yeah, so why have you chosen this to, to share today and, and what can people expect? When this is my latest piece, actually. This the, the most recent work I have done, actually. Just Digitize, in English mm-hmm. it would be a Digital Days. It's my cyberpunk show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had the first season, uh, a full first season. Then I recorded the first se- the first episode of the second season and then it hit the time that I had to change jobs, so I did. I had a, a crowdfunding to do the second episode. That was like four years ago. It didn't go well. <laughs> so, and then it got. So the project was a bit like, well, someday. <laughs> but I'll I really, hiatus for a I, bit. I, but it will happen. Yeah, More of it will happen. I, right? I, I, no, no. But uh, I really want to tell the story. So this year, I I said, so guys, I'm I'm doing it back. I'm doing it. Okay. Yeah. So I've opened another crowdfunding and this time it worked. So Hooray. this episode is releasing and this is the trailer for the for this second episode. And uh, I, I mean, it's, it's, I really enjoyed it. It, it has really like a, a trailer lookalike on the soundtrack, on the, on the phrases, on the voice actors. Mm. But it's something that I'm really proud of on how it turned. I, I, the feeling, it, it really captures, I think, this... Uh, the cyberpunk essence of the show and cool. it's it's uh, okay raise your hands if you're excited to listen <laughs> yeah the story is in here in brazil just digitais resposta sobre os escombros and it's it's made there in brazil let's listen to this glorious trailer are you ready sitting comfortably enjoy mas a gente precisa pelo menos mandar uma mensagem. Onde você quer chegar com isso? Me responde, Limbo. Já ouviu falar do Mercador? Você ainda trabalha pra ele? Em que mundo você acha que é seguro negociar com esse cara? Se você tem outra ideia, só falar. Eu avisei. Olá, Max. Eu tô apenas tentando fazer o meu trabalho. Rever velhos amigos, sabe como é, né? Talvez você tenha dúvidas de que lado você tá. Olha, estamos atrás de três hackers. Limbo, Max e Shelly. Viu eles por aqui? Tá beleza, meu irmão. Então me conta. O que, é que eu vou ganhar se eu falar que eu sei onde eles estão? Shelly, calma. Mas que porra é essa? Janta aí. Nem pensa em sacar essa arma. Qual é o seu problema? Você só tá vivo por conveniência. Gostei da atitude. Todo mundo aqui tá no mesmo barco e eu só quero poder dar uma chance pra eles, sabe? Uma alternativa para tudo isso. Mas aí eu vou te falar que essa nossa realidade fajuta é real demais pra gente. Cega? Fala que o próximo não é. Em suas posições! Eles vão pagar por isso! Jay! Vai direto ao ponto. Não esqueça que você trabalha pro governo, Marte. Eu sei bem que tem a chance dela ter virado as costas pra gente e pra nossa causa. Mas eu me recuso a desistir dela enquanto ela é a nossa melhor oportunidade pra atacar o governo por dentro. Só espero que a Shelly esteja mesmo pronta se der merda. Ela e a Max conhecem? Melhor você perguntar pra ela depois. Ana, pega suas coisas que o tempo tá passando. Cacete. Dias Digitais. Inquisição Digital. Resposta sobre os escombros. 
Oh my day, Salila! I want to learn Brazilian Portuguese to understand what this. This sounds so epic. Honestly, how very groovy indeed. Thank you. And I think from the music, as you say, you know, just that signposting how it feels. You can kind of tell who the villains might be and the <laughs> heroes. It's just sounding epic, just from the trailer. So very cool indeed. And I'm so glad that you, you know, you've got that funding to be able to tell that story because yeah. obviously it needs to. Big told. <laughs> I, I mean, I was like in love with the story, like uh, for years, years, and I was like, no, I, I need you, I need you. So I'm going to do this again, okay, everyone. So this time, let's make it work. Yes, <laughs> and yes, I, and yes, I yes. glad it, I glad it worked. <laughs> yeah, well, me too for your, you know, passion for telling it too. It's just so glorious. So yeah, obviously, if that's whetted your whistle, as they say over here, then uh, <laughs> jump in and, and find it. Um, brilliant. And, and let's have a listen to some more because it's so exciting. So so divine <laughs> divine poles. Divine um, poles. That's in that's in English actually. <laughs> <laughs> Trying hard there, did you hear? <laughs> Bless my little soul. Um, yes, tell us about Divine Pause. So, Divine Pause was my first English production. Like that, that I yes. Uh, I said like, oh, I want you to do something that my English-speaking friends can understand. So I had this idea for a BBC contest, but okay. I I didn't finish the script on time for the contest. So I was, but I I really enjoyed the, the idea. It's like Ooh. the what if you wake up someday and find out divinity is your best friend? That's what happened to Carol. So it's a short story. It's like uh, there's this girl, Carol. She has a dog called Milo. And one day she wakes up and her dog's speaking. And the, the plot is like, why is she speaking? So this was my first production. I, I got a, I got really lucky also on the voice actors that that helped me out here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Maddie Goshorn, Greg McAfee, and Ham Cleveland. They <sighs> are the voices on this show. Some it's like, glorious names there. Yes, I'm yeah, sure folks so recognize. <laughs> I got, I got really lucky. Like I put up the auditions and I got like uh, some great voices and. Yeah. They they really fit in the character like I had in like I had in mind, and the clip I sent you is the first two minutes of the uh, of this episode. <gasps> Let's have a listen, folks. <laughs> Are you ready for more excitement? Here we go. <laughs> <sighs> hey, wake up already. Five more minutes. Come on, I'm hungry, human. Wait, who is talking to me? Oh, holy crap. Good morning, sleepyhead. What the? Milo? Is that you? Well, who else could it be? You live all by yourself, your mom's out of town, you have no boyfriend, so yeah, it's me. But you're talking, I mean, how? How? You're a dog. Okay, good, and? Uh, dogs don't speak. I find that hard to believe. Walk with me, human. What just happened? Divine boss. I must be dreaming. I just need some coffee. And I could use a snack. Holy Christ, you're still talking. Hey, watch it. You could have hit me. Sorry, I just... 
I can't. This must be a dream? I must be dreaming. Maybe if I pinch myself. Don't do this. Ow! I told you. What? How? Why are you speaking? Who are you? What okay. are... Okay, Carol, sit. But... Sit. But... Now. Okay, good girl, very good. Grab a cookie. Thanks. Hey! Now, if you don't mind, I've spent the whole night without anything to eat. Oh, jeez, sorry, buddy. I'm so sorry. Since this was the third time this happened, I've decided to talk to you. Talk to me. Oh, that just <laughs> sounds the most glorious fun, right? I mean... I, I, I love that story, and they were so perfect for the characters. Yes, <laughs> yes, and yes. Oh, I, I haven't heard that one, so I definitely want to dip in, as I'm sure... Nod your head if you're listening and you want to, too. Yeah, there's loads of nodding going on. Uh, <laughs> no, I absolutely love that. And I think the the pure innocence of it, too, right? So that, that demographic can be quite wide-ranging, I'd imagine. Or is it get, get yeah. a bit... Uh, a bit more risque later on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a it's a more simple story, but it's like it's also it's fun. So it's like it's relatable. I think like not like we heard our dogs speaking, but like we well, many people have pets, and like many people have a, maybe wondered like what how would you speak if you could? What yes. what's, what's on your mind? Yes. <laughs> and oh, so. I, I, I love that story. I, I sent you the link for the full episode on Discord. Great. <laughs> so. oh, thank you. Hooray. <laughs> I will definitely follow up and listen on that. So, because I love that. I think giving uh, voices to things that otherwise don't have them are glorious. So, what was it? Not it, make, <laughs> is it, it makes a sound. Was that the one where all the things talked? I think. But yeah, there's some, and the lovely piece yeah. on 11th Hour from Casey Wayland as well when uh, things were talking, inanimate objects were talking. I love that. So yeah, no, great, <laughs> great concept. And, and so we've seen your very first and your most recent piece. So, so folks, if that hasn't wet your whistle, I don't know what will. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and the, the depth of sound you had in there, right? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, how do you approach sound design? Can you talk us through kind of a, a typical edit session and, and what happened in what order and how and mm-hmm. where things slotted together? Um, I know it's hard in audio to describe the process, <laughs> but yeah, any uh, tips you sure. can give to people as to how you work would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, uh, as for audio fiction, it's one of the approaches that I had like when I, start, when I started doing uh, audio work for audiovisual for a movie for tv like i did a lot of soundscape when i was starting so i feel like a rich soundscape it's it's half the job on like help uh, on the immersion side and like you you put the listener right there on that scene it's more than just the more direct sound effects as like footsteps clothing etc uh, etc et uh you have like this soundscape like wind air conditioner refrigerator noises on the background <laughs> like these are the things that you can relate to on a daily basis like if you're making an audio drama that's two people walking on the street like okay when i walk on the street what do i listen to like not only the footsteps not only the character flipping his phone or something but Oh, like uh, car noises, horns, 
people screaming, construction sites. Mm. So uh, when I start building an audio drama uh, this, on my sound design sessions, I always start with the soundscape for the scenes. Mm. Uh, so is the scene in, in interior, indoor, it's inside a house. So I try to picture in my, in my head, like, what, is, what does this house look like? So if I'm going to put like the, the, the a refrigerator noise making this tick, 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 like when yes. it's defrosting or something like, I need to pan it to the right of the scene. So, okay, so the refrigerator goes there. And if the window should be on the left side, so I'm going to put a, a bit panning on traffic noises, maybe some uh, bird noises to indicate there's the outside. Yeah. So uh, I try to picture in my mind what does that scene would look like in my mind so I can try to so I can start putting the elements of the scene there yeah so the first thing I do is soundscape there I start adding the voice uh, the voice takes so I can then use the direct sound effects so I can I think this way is easier because I can try to look for a sound effect that matches the the acting mm -hmm. so I mean if the if the character is talking a bit more rapidly uh, a, a bit out of breath yeah. or something she's more urgent so I'm if she's walking I'm trying to find some uh, I'm trying I'll try to do maybe some footsteps that aren't exactly rhythmically maybe some uh, skids once in a while that's mm -hmm. like she's a fast pacing uh, I think I think it's easier like this. I think it also helps with the immersion because it feels connected. It's not like you're matching one sound effect with one voice take because you like that sound effect. Sure. It yeah. it it should be it, it, it all should be connected. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> the vo the acting of the character, it's uh, it should be the same acting as the sound effect that you're using. Yeah. So this is my how I at least how it start doing audio scenes mm. soundscape voices then i add the 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 effects so it's everything's placing where it should be yeah brilliant and you've already talked about you know some of the places you get your sound effects but you are also a mm -hmm. master of your own foley right <laughs> um and yeah. you know i mean do you get the high heels out and you're clopping on different floors as well as you know manly <laughs> boots and womanly uh sandals <laughs> i don't know what or do you have like a vast library of things that you've collated over the years and uh, uh utilize those i mean yeah foley foley is so exciting <laughs> for uh for my stuff nowadays, for footsteps, I, I have like huge libraries that I use nowadays. I, I like to do clothing sounds. I think it's, yeah. it helps because like when I do fully for clothing, I literally, I take the clothes, I create a track for, okay, so this is clothes for this character. Yeah. I play the scene and I try to mimic like what I think this character would be moving in the scene. So I record myself. I think that helps like for the clothing part. Mm -hmm. uh, as for What's footsteps, I, uh, I feel like it's easier and I get better results today with my library at once. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I started doing Foley like on my first internship 11 years ago Whoa. so i i had like a, a a huge library that i've that i've yes things that i recorded things that i've bought uh from all these last decades yeah so you must I, have I own 60, a lot of hard drives right <laughs> <laughs> 
mainly I use I I, I use cloud today. I use I have Google yes. Drive, I have Dropbox Perfect. because I have I had hard drives that let me down once in a while. So oh, no. cloud oh, Yeah, so cloud is my to go nowadays. Yeah. I do not blame you. And what are your top tips for folks who want to make their own foley? Anything you've learned along the way you can mm-hmm. impart as good advice? Uh you try you should try to match like not match as budget thing or something but like i have a lot of friends that they like they bought condenser microphones and they use like in an apartment with no soundproof at all and if you use like Mm. a condenser microphone a high-end like a studio quality microphone it captures more and (laughs) if you don't have a way to does soundproof something somewhere in your house like it will catch a lot of unnecessary sounds so yes. you can probably hear the birds outside my window right now, right? It yeah, catches, so, as, so it's as like, Kareem Cromfley and I have said, a gnat's <laughs> fart from 500 yards. It's a very sensitive microphone. Yeah, so, uh, and I have like, for people that want to do fully, that's like, and at home, you can do it, but try to get more, try to look for dynamic microphones. I think it's a better approach. You can limit on uh, you can limit better on where you want to get the the sound for even if it's not a yeah. soundproof uh environment you, you don't know you don't have a home studio you don't have a, a acoustic yes. panels all over the house so dynamic mm-hmm. microphones are really helpful on that you can do on home yeah, and yeah. mainly use creativity <laughs> i mean fo- uh, Gosh, that yes. that's what got me into foley when i started when I first started working with it, like I remember to this day, uh, my first Foley that I worked in the studio, we were doing a truck uh, slowly uh, parking on on the outside of a farm. And Mm. we went to the Foley closet that we have. We got like an old barbecue grill, some (laughs) chains. There was like, okay, so we're going to record everything. Then we're going to edit some stuff and we're going to see how it sounds. And one hour later, boom, there's a truck. <laughs> you don't have the... Uh, like, nowadays, I've, uh, I, I have not my Twitter, I post, uh, I think in YouTube also. Like, this is something that I try to do to this day, that I, I've tried to, like, do something that's different, that sounds big or, like, but using only household appliances. Like, I... I my most recent uh, try on this, I did a transformer, the transforming from the car to the robot transformer, using cool. like some metal stuff that I have here, like uh, mic stands, beer bottles. <laughs> then like, okay, so now let's beat something, let's do reverb, that's stretch. Like, Foley is most about not getting what it sounds like, the, the thing in the real world record that and sound oh here's that that works for some stuff yeah match doesn't sound like a lit yeah, match does I, it no i, I mean <laughs> we we're fooled every day for uh, on cinema on theaters like yeah. punches doesn't sound like that for, we, we when we walk we don't make much noise as movie movies does like everything is a bit amped like uh-huh. on the audio side <laughs> so I remember my first try trying to record flipping a page for a book. Yes. God damn, books don't make that uh, aren't loud. So like you get a newspaper, it's a better paper quality. So you try to look for other things that 
oh, this might sound just like what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, my flute is my to go when I need a, a gun. Uh, wait, one, one second. Uh, I'll so, give you some live foley now. This is exciting, uh, folks. This is my flute. Yeah. So I, I'm taking the pieces back like... Uh, so now I have three pieces of the flute separately. Yeah. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. <laughs> yeah, so like, I mean, so, so it's a flute. But it works too when when you when you put in context when you put it in the scene, it works yeah. both for audio and works both for video. Like for video, you have the visual, you have a gun on the screen. So mm -hmm. if you hear like something like this, you can match it to what's appearing on the screen. No. For audio, if you have like someone say, "Hey, hey, don't shoot," and you have this something like this, like you have yeah. the context, so okay, that's a gun. You something. don't need to get a gun, an airsoft gun, or something like, oh, mechanical-like. You just have something that sounds like. And I love that, it. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, pay attention to your, your surroundings. Mm. When you, maybe there's something inside your house that will, if you give it like a, a punch, uh, maybe something like that. Oh, that sounds cool. <laughs> yes. Go punch things, hit things, turn things, squish things, wiggle things, do things. <laughs> the things in your house you never thought you would do. You'll find some astounding sounds that sound like, ah, <laughs> oh, just wonderful sounds, right? So, yeah, I love that. Well, a lovely <laughs> bit of advice. And, and also now, right, people can source NDAF for a gun barrel making sound, right? <laughs> <laughs> find this episode and get that gun sound <laughs> i want to hear a podcast now with that sound from this podcast in please tell me when you do it can't wait um, <laughs> but yeah i love that and and that is the creativity in it isn't it i remember going mm -hmm. around my diy shop thinking does this squeak this thing here when i turn it does it squeak enough for adding to my my opening door you know there's so many yeah. glorious things you can <laughs> you can do to make sound like other things brilliant so now daniela we have come to the time of the Audio fiction quiz of audio loving joy. Oh Are you God. ready? Five questions, <laughs> 30 seconds to answer each one. Are you sitting comfortably? Oh, yeah. Please don't sweat. It's kind of hard. It's a bit, it's a bit, uh, it's kind of warm here. It is. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe pat yourself down first. So you're ready. Okay. Question one. Dramatic music, please. You are an astounding voice actor. What kind of dream character do you want to play and why? Who do you want to be? I've always wanted to play a villain, and, and I mean more cartoonish. Like, it's all about trying to be more serious. I, I love trying to do these more cartoonish voices, and I've never got a cartoon part for audio dramas. <laughs> okay, well, you've heard it. Make it so. Dileno would be amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. Question two. What have been the biggest challenges for you in audio creation of the last few years? The last few years? Yeah, you have 30 I... seconds to answer that one. Okay, uh, on that on that Call of Cthulhu audio drama that I that I've created, I had to somehow put like a mist coming out from a uh, kind of water mirror thing, and people were getting a bit crazy. There were like shooting. There was like this strange creature bumping through a gate. There was a, a lot of happening right there and. This character, the main character on the scene, he gets pulled into this the water mirror, 
and everything shifts like the outside starts to blend in with some ocean sounds underwater thing it, it was like a, a 15 second scenes but this transition was really important to me it was one of my favorite parts when i was playing that game and trying to blend in so many effects like there are four characters yelling at each other on one side of the the mirror mm -hmm. there's this transition the character getting pulled from food from one dimension, dimension to another, to another like that. yeah amazing. yeah so it it's like there was a lot of elements to <sighs> blend in together but you did it we need to yep. listen to this where where is that in what podcast was that one it's in? from the third episode for sombras de gawi Okay, let's listen to that, folks, and see if Danilo succeeded. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Amazing! Um, what is the funniest mistake stroke learning experience, is what I like to call them, that you've had so far in making audio? Uh, I, I'm not sure it counts the one I've, I've told you earlier that I've uploaded my first episode with uh, 1.2 gigabytes. Oh, to... yes! <laughs> that does count. Okay, I have to ask you another question. You've cancelled that already. Um, okay, what are you yet to achieve in audio fiction creation? that you're aiming for? I never I, I never did something like Western-like or Samurai-like, samurai <gasps> something more Japanese-oriental. Western I, Samurai, I, that colludes them together, that'd be awesome. No, that sounds amazing. Why, I, why are you I, drawn I, to those stories? Why, why, why? I, I, love the so I love their soundscapes, like Western mm. soundscapes. It's something that really draws my attention. Something uh, uh, also as a, as a samurai Japanese ninjas stuff like that. Mm. They have like you have like cool approaches. There's, uh, for example, the game Ghost of Tsushima. They uh, there's an interview with the sound with the sound crew for that game. Uh, I think it's on Sound Arc that podcast. I forgot or, or is it Tone Banders? No, it's yeah. in Sound Arc that podcast. If I'm not mistaken, and they're they're like they had this approach like. Oh, and uh, oh, when you think like a samurai, a, ka a katana, unseeing from like you have like this, shing, and they—that's like what movies thought us that sounds like, and it's actually much more subtle. And Ghost of Tsushima sound crew—they have like a more realistic approach to sound in this kind of context, and I really think it would be really cool to do some raw stuff and uh, as in both yes. these scenarios yeah i love that i also want to play now a ninja who doesn't say anything but you just hear the squeaking floorboards of them and you know they're around uh, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah this is so great these answers okay um uh, which characters that you've played as a voice actor are, are your favorites and why and what should we listen to that you're in? Oh, I, I really like the one, the Sasha in Saint Kilda, because he's <laughs> you're so he's a bit good more, Sasha. he's a bit yeah. different than than uh, other characters that I've that I've played for audio dramas because he's he's a bit more like he doesn't like people. He's yeah, <laughs> he's kind of like he, he's all for Robbie, but other people it's like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's really different from what I've played to, and I really like the character, and I really like the story yeah. that surrounds everything there. And Lucas Criado from Dios. for White Vault because it's it has a bit of a range. Like the first time I recorded him, he was like doing, uh, oh hello, so you want to do uh, sightseeing in Argentina? It's it's like, and then by the end uh, the, of the of the show, why are you? <laughs> yeah, just so, such an arc. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it has a beautiful 
menacing crazy arc and it, it was really cool doing that. Brilliant. Uh, we love to be challenged, right? We love to be challenged. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the fun about this. <laughs> and um, what would you personally like to see more of in audio fiction and why? What kind of genres? I know you've mentioned what you want to make, but what do you want mm -hmm. to listen to? And what do you want to enjoy more of in the audio fiction landscape? I really... I, the, my favorite genre is things like uh, Neverwhere from New Game and some fan, urban fantasy. You know, yes. I, I mean, we have a lot of... Uh, sci-fi, a lot of yes. crime, a lot of sci-fi crimes, a lot of yes. sci-fi thrillers. I want, I, I would love more shows on uh, uh, that happens on our world, but yeah. like there's some twitch in it, like there's some fantasy element in it, yes. but something that feels like more urban. Yeah, uh, I, I, I really love that. I, I. I if you have any recommendations, please let me know. I mean, I, I don't. I think I'm running out of kind of shows like this. Yeah, ping them to us so we can share the, them. The latest one I think I, I've listened was uh, Fairy. I think it's an Spotify mm. exclusive. Okay. Yes, F A E R I E, isn't Fairies. it? I think. Um, yeah, there's some glorious stuff out there too. So yeah, any more recommendations? Ping me at Quirky Voices uh, on uh, Twitter. And uh, Danilo, what's your Twitter account? People can ping you too. <laughs> it's H C D H Cast. There you go. So glorious. We can we can get some more <laughs> listening together. Um, brilliant. So so finally, really, I mean, you've got such a wonderful amount of experience. And I think, uh, you know, from what we've heard today and other bits I've heard, you are gloriously deft at making things sound just pristine and so exciting to listen to. What would you um, give uh, as the best advice for someone just starting out now, not quite sure where to turn what to do mm -hmm. and possibly wearing all the hats like you have previously? <laughs> what, advice, <laughs> what advice would you give to those folks? As I believe most of the people that get into audio drama, uh, at least from my experience, that are people with some background, like at least uh, a little experience maybe with tabletop role-playing games or... Uh, huge movies like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and stuff like that. Mm. Keep it simple when you start doing something. Like, don't, if you're doing a first production, don't try to do a war among orcs and elves with magic and dragons. And, you know, that's too much. <laughs> Cost of yeah, 60,000. You know, like, mm. For mm. example, my, this, this Vine pause that I've sent you, like... Yes. It's four characters on the whole episode. It's all like in one house. My first audio drama that I uh, that I written that uh, though in in Portuguese, o quarto de hotel. It's uh, in English the hotel uh, hotel's room. It's mm -hmm. like it happens in just one room of a hotel. It's like one character, and other voices appear like on the tele on a telephone on a recorder, and that's it. Like so, it's simple. It's like okay, I can start with this. It, it doesn't have, like, a lot to concentrate on, so I can get, like, okay, so how does, for audio only, I shall I build a landscape, a soundscape? Mm -hmm. Shall I build this sound effect? So, so keep it simple on, a, on first productions. I believe, the, because if you, if you, for people that start doing something greater, something big, and, yes. like, you it has no experience, it can be a bit frustrating, like, oh, I can't do a dragon voice, oh, this 
dragon breath exploding a castle doesn't sound realistic. Like, you have to build up your way on understanding how things work. And also, like, uh, for audio only, it's a different medium than for a theater, for a movie, for a TV show. Yes. You have to understand, like, what works with audio only and how does it work. So listen to a lot of stuff because background is really... Uh, it's, if you know how a good stuff sounds, you, know, you at least you know what you want to get to. <laughs> Where do you want yeah. to get to? So listen to a lot of stuff and when you start producing, keep it simple. Love that. And I think a lot of folks who listen to this podcast are quite seasoned creative makers. And I wonder what you would have as advice to them for really pushing the boundaries of audio and what you'd like to hear them doing in their own audio show. Uh, one thing that I, I, I really enjoy, like, is when, if if you're doing something like, oh, this is a creation of, of like, you really want to create that you really you have passion for it that's mm -hmm. have the work in it like you it's something that since you're starting you start building with passion you will try to achieve the best result possible mm -hmm. so I, i'm not sure like if some of those creators like they're going with the flow like oh there's a lot of people listening to thriller podcasts so i I'm, i'm going to try to do a thriller podcast because that's what people well, that's what people are listening to mm -hmm. like what do you want to listen to and try to create that <laughs> so yeah you've got your heart in it mm -hmm. yeah if you want to create a thriller podcast that's okay sure go for it but maybe if you don't like that and you're creating that because it's what's on the media it's it's the shows that are popular are kind of like that uh like you want to do something fantasy uh, uh something more childish something more like uh recently i, I you're you're on there i think you're on the one that i was going to mention hmm. the i forgot the name <laughs> the one from it's from the pooh bear oh silly old bear yeah i love silly old bear so yeah, like Caroline I, I love that show <laughs> i love that show it's awesome oh, and, and so it's like it's simple it's uh it's different mm. it's it's for all ages actually yes. I, i believe show is i, I, I love that show yeah hooray. and maybe if you if that's what you what you what it kicks your boots in like you you want to produce stuff like that So do, yeah. produce stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, the beauty of that show is, as you say, those, the components are, are, are simple in as much as, you know, the story is pared right down to essentials and you have mm -hmm. an array of characters with very different voices and very different uh, rhythms and melodies and all sorts. And then uh, I'm lucky enough to be the narrator, which has just made my life. <laughs> and you sounds awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I used to tell those stories to my kids, right? And and I heard them from mm -hmm. my parents when I was younger. So yeah, as you say, it is for all audiences that I've got friends mm -hmm. with kids who are listening as well as like pals of mine of my age saying, oh, it was so lovely to listen to that again. <laughs> so if you need a moment of zen, yeah, I agree. That's a groovy podcast. But thank you. That is so right. <laughs> it is doing things that you have got a foot in the door of loving with all of your heart because <laughs> you spend a lot of time with it, don't you? It's not yep. like it takes you two seconds to make i mean could you do you have a breakdown of like how long one of your episodes would take of your 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 most recent project i mean how many hours did mm -hmm. it take you to do 
to do that one episode. Since, since I do like literally everything alone on my podcast, <laughs> from yeah. like production, from recording, editing, mm. and, and all stuff, like it, it's a lot. So, for for example, for that two minute trailer for the just digitize that that you played, I've mm. spent it was about six hours on a Sunday. See, I mean that's astounding, isn't it? And that's why it sounds so. Gorgeous. That's a, that's like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is it. I mean, I, I know I've been dialogue editing Oz9 podcast just for a couple of episodes <laughs> now and uh, absolutely enjoying that very much. And mm-hmm. uh, and that takes me, I think, six hours for the dialogue edit for 20 minutes, right? Uh, and then yeah. I pass that on to Oliver uh, Morris, who I absolutely adore, and uh, he takes <laughs> care of the beauty of sound design and music side of things. So, yeah, you know, it does take such a long time, doesn't yep. it? And that's the other thing to, to uh, factor in is your time versus your quality of life, too. I hope you're doing some wonderful, fun things outside of podcasting to get you out in the open air, didn't you? Like, <laughs> in Brazilian gorgeous climbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll sure try my best. I, I like staying home, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay be difficult right <laughs> no but i try to because since, since my my full-time jobs also editing voices like i'm a recording mixer for a voice acting studio so of course. uh i try to like at least playing some video game playing some bass playing some music that's <laughs> like groovy. your whole life sounds so groovy <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah but at least i try to put, take some time out of audio software to edit stuff to record stuff and to no, yeah. no, no. I, I get like that, that a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds immense. Well, hearty thank yous for joining me today on this episode. Uh, I, I thank hope you very much for having enjoy me. it as much as I have. Oh, honestly, it's so groovy to talk to you. And you're, I mean, is there nothing you can't do? <laughs> you seem to be able to do everything brilliantly, which is amazing. So give some of, to us, will you? Uh, just share a bit out over the uh, sound waves for everyone to, to share a bit. But no, I really wish you the, the best of creative excitement in the next things that you do and the best of success and uh, yeah keep being amazing and uh, let's get some more connectivity with brazilian podcast people <laughs> uh, so yeah <laughs> thank, thank you again you. for having me oh you're amazing take care stay amazing later Bye-bye. Bye-bye.